You're listening to a Frequency Podcast Network production. Tongues is your spiritual language that God speaks to you through to edify you, connect you. That means when you're saying, Shabbaha, Shabbaha, and you do your tongues. But you don't usually do that in front of your coworkers, do you? Unless you're in the church. I'll be like, that's an interesting thing you're doing. What are you doing? Like to Jesus. Like, is this the mummy movie? Like, what are we doing? Like, what is, is this like, are you chanting? Is this like a Middle Eastern thing? Like, we don't. That doesn't make sense to anybody. And, and sometimes when we say things like, there are three unicorn rainbows above your head, and two of them are made up shades of blue, and you better know that revelation is coming to you. They will think you are completely insane. So when did your mail break happen? How are you handling that? What kind of medicine are you on? This is Heaven Bent. I'm Tara Jean Stevens. On this second bonus episode, shortly before the launch of season two on March 1st, you're about to hear previously unheard audio from my season one investigation. Who's excited for Sean and this evening? Without further ado, I'd like to welcome up Sean Bolts. So you might remember, I briefly explored Sean Bowles and his style of ministry back in episode two. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. Amongst many things, he's a pastor, author, spiritual coach, and prophet. Is there a a Jeff and a Susan here? A Jeff and a Susan together? Can we get a microphone? I want to ask him a few questions. It'll help me prophesy. As a trusted prophet, Sean Bowles is believed to be a sort of vessel for God's divine messages. But in order to verify his abilities and bolster a person's faith, he reveals personal information about the people he conveys messages to. Really specific stuff. Information that he says he receives supernaturally through the Holy Spirit. Is there, is there a, a, a Katie in your life? Yes, our eldest daughter. Sean Bowles does readings like this pretty often and with a very high rate of success. I can attest to this because I've now seen him live in action twice. The first time was in Toronto in 2019. That's when I first started researching the Toronto Blessing and he was a guest speaker at the 25th anniversary conference that I attended. Uh, Is 1994 a significant time for you? Absolutely. Okay, so, so I felt like... You guys made a huge transition from bringing new life into bringing the gold of the glory. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense because the church we were in was called New Life. Ooh. And now we're in Golden Valley. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. The second time I saw Sean Bowles was later that year when he brought his modern prophetic tour to a church near where I live. It was a ticketed event on a late summer night in Vancouver, and I spent $59.49 on a premium admission ticket. It included a special Sean Bowles Q&A session, a Prophecy 101 e-course download code, and a copy of Sean's book, Modern Prophets. No, 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 no. You asked God for a word, but it came internally, and so you didn't recognize it as God. You thought it was just a good idea. 
I said, God speaks from within, whether without, he loves to speak through impressions in our inner life, because it proves that he's with us, not just outside. We want God to be, are the Lord your God, which is step left right now. We want that all the time, but that creates servitude, not partnership. And so God purposely likes to speak. Most of the seminar was Sean's teachings on prophecy, what it means to be a prophet, how to have prophecy be a part of your everyday life. God, thank you that the prophetic is not gift-based or performance-based, but it's love-based. It's connection-based. God, we just want to connect to you so much more than we ever have. So open us up. Open our five senses up. Open our visionary realm up. Open our hearing ears up, both internally and externally, so we can really know you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I'll be back in 10 minutes. You guys take a break. The bathrooms are right outside. Exactly 10 minutes later, with great anticipation, Everyone took their seats again, and Sean Bowles returned to the stage. What happened next is described as a time of prophecy. I don't know how this is going to work. Some of you have seen me prophesy or heard, maybe seen a video or heard me. A lot of times I mean like this, I pray for words of knowledge ahead of time. I do go through seasons of so much flow, I don't pray for me beforehand because I just feel the anointing and I just go and it happens. Other times I, I pray because I don't have that flow, and so, but I want to still believe that, that, that the gifts aren't dependent on feeling a flow, that they're, they're exercised by faith. So I pray and I ask God for words, and I love how sometimes I don't have like... Sean told us that sometimes these words, words that he says he's been given by God, are almost embarrassing. He also added that sometimes they don't pan out. The first one that I have tonight is a little bit weird, and I'm hoping that it works out. But I saw somebody who was holding um, some sort of product that was related to the meme, the famous meme, Grumpy Cat. Does that mean anything to anybody? Does anybody have a connection to Grumpy Cat? Say me if it's you, so I know. Use the terminology. We need the microphone on, you guys can't hear it. Yes, that's a very interesting term. I use that terminology to describe people who are being a grumpy cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of that's so funny. I think it's it's not you, but I do have something for you. I don't always do that. Um, it's I think it's somebody. If if, if it was going to be something, it'd be somebody who has some sort of product that's alongside of that actual image. But so if that makes sense to you, or later on if it makes sense to somebody, I'll I'll talk to them. But for you personally, what do you do in life? Uh, I supervise at our licensing office. Oh, okay. I, I saw leadership, and that's why I want to pray over you. I just feel like uh, God has given you... Grumpy Cat might not have landed, but for the rest of this prophetic session, Sean Bowles was spot on every time. This isn't really where we went to, and it may not be where maybe really practical, but I just thought it was funny, um, just because it's, it's, it's not funny at all. Now I feel weird because I said that. Maybe I'll do something else first. Now, uh, is there anybody who's Japanese and you, and you are a jazz musician? Now I'm so nervous because this is. So you literally you're a job as a jazz musician. Okay, that's pretty unique. <laughs> that is unique. That's why I thought it was funny. I was like, you're a Japanese, you play jazz. I love that. There he was, a Japanese jazz musician, seated with his family on one of the church's long pews. He got a word of wisdom. So did this woman. 
Is there is there uh, someone who I think you're you're from China but you live here and you work either in mortgage or real estate or something? Does that make sense to anybody? Are you from? You're from China. You're from China. There's two of you. And and do either one of you speak like more than two Chinese, two or more Chinese dialects? Cantonese and Mandarin, and to you, or just one? That's my indicator, you're my indicator. I like that, it's a, bless you, God. bless your real estate career. That's amazing. But I wrote down, I don't. I thought it was a scripture reference, but it doesn't make sense as a scripture reference. Is the number five, is that like an address or anything in your life? Oh, it's your phone number, that's even better. That's exciting, because I feel like God has your number, and he knows how to get people funneled your way. You've always been honest. You've always had integrity. You've always had your best interest in While Sean continued giving this woman her words of wisdom, I stealthily pulled out my phone. I googled Vancouver real estate agent and the four digits she said were her phone number. And bam, there she was. She has a professional website. There's her name, her photo, her phone number, and languages spoken. English, Cantonese, Mandarin. And I know all this is true because the Lord's showing it to me. And he's saying, I've seen your offering, I've seen your heart, and I'm kind of bringing you into a season in 2020 of the greatest blessing you've ever walked in. But also here in, in Canada, the Lord is saying, I'm going to bless you in, in a, an abundant way to where your region will take notice and that you will be invited into some conversations that are involved with city development and some things. The Lord is saying, I'm going to give you some conversations and some influencers as friends that are very significant. So Holy Spirit tonight, feel her and give her full energy that you just said. Does this make sense? You're amazing. He has your number. He's going to use it. Sean Bowles quickly moves from one word of wisdom to the next. Is there somebody named Robbie Wilson or someone you're connected to? Robbie Wilson? Yes, sir. Oh, it's a character novel. Is that his exact name as Robbie Wilson? Is it like kind of sci-fi adventure kind of stuff? He's a prophet. He's a prophet. That's amazing. I, I would make a really good archetype. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I wrote this down, and I, I, I you'll like this because I put it's time to publish for real. So, here's my Once he made the whole Robbie Wilson connection, Sean Bowles was off and running. He even knew the author's last name. I feel like your whole town is going to be like, oh my gosh, Patrick. Yeah. Patrick. Last one, last one. Patrick. Yeah. And what's your writer name? Do you have a writer name yet? L.M. Patrick. L.M. Patrick. Yeah. They're going to be like, that's L.M. Patrick. Yeah. He's going to write some stories. For real. So Holy Spirit. We bless the creativity of Mr. Patrick. We bless his creativity. We bless, Lord, a publishing anointing. But Lord, even more than that, a finishing anointing to get these books done. And with that, I'd like to introduce my next guest. So my name is Lester Patrick. I'm, uh, I live in Penticton, British Columbia, Canada. I'm married, two grown children, and I work full-time as a case worker at a homeless shelter in Penticton. 
Lester Patrick is L.M. Patrick, the author who was called out that day. And I'm thrilled that he's agreed to have a candid conversation with me about the word of wisdom that he received that day, as well as his belief in and fascination with the world of prophecy. Well, I, I'm, I'm very active on the internet and I'm very active in the, the you know, anything that comes up regarding prophetic views and information. I belong to a couple of uh, prophetic groups. And yeah, I follow Sean Bowles as well. And when I saw that he was coming to Vancouver, wow, I, I mean, it was just an opportunity I, I couldn't turn down. I had friends of mine who went and saw him in Spokane a couple of years ago. And I thought, okay, he's never coming <laughs> to Canada. It's as far, this as close as he's going to get. So, but when I, I heard about him in, uh, yeah, Vancouver, I, I bought a ticket right away, and I was I was booked. When I was standing there with the mic and, and talking to him, connecting with him, he's such an, a wonderful man. And he's so like down to earth, a real, real salt of the earth individual. And th- that was fun. And I, it just made me want to, you know, study some more of his work. And absolutely, if, if he came to Vancouver again, I'd be there for sure. I'll return with more Heaven Bent right after this quick message. Lester has spent lots of time studying the work and life of Christian prophets like Sean Bowles, out of pure interest, but also to inform the stories he writes about fictional prophets, like his character, Robbie Wilson. I know it's in, in like in the 80s and the 90s, it was people who had this, this prophetic gift, prophets, prophetesses, were, were very much isolated and misunderstood and, and many of them actually traumatized by, by this gift that the church didn't understand, didn't accept, didn't want to deal with because it was just too strange and and too real in my opinion. But the last um, say ten years or so, it's really taken off and it's really come alive, especially with 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 the internet and online groups. Like I, I've, I'm a member of a couple of groups, and there's like hundreds of people getting together and sharing the same gift and experiences. And it's you realize you're not alone. I mean, it, it's a wonderful feeling that people that have the same issues and struggles and problems you know, we share them. And, and it's, it's like hearing yourself in an echo chamber. We're all one, one community. So it's, it's, been, it's been huge. When I first saw Sean Bowles, it was at the Revival 25 conference in Toronto, which was a 25th anniversary for the Toronto Blessing. And at right. that time, I, I hadn't been to church in a while. So it was, uh, you know, somebody with a very fresh ministry to me. And I was immediately struck by how similar it was to a secular psychic. As somebody who is in the church and knows his ministry, what's the difference between what Sean Bowles does with his words of wisdom, the personal information, and what you might see a secular psychic doing? Okay, I, th- this is, of course, my own opinion. But with, with someone like Sean, he, he dials into God. And he gets his revelation, his information, his words, images, however it comes to him, directly from God. In the secular, I I look at it as a kind of a dial. Like, people get things. Maybe they're from God. Maybe they're from something else. But you never know. And I, I see it as being pretty hit and miss as to the accuracy. Like, if... 
what what you're getting is someone with an agenda or something with an agenda that, that that's promoting that. Or with Sean Bowles, it's it's just directly from God. So that that's kind of the difference I see. Is there somebody named Robbie Wilson or someone you're connected to? Robbie Wilson. So I, I kind of like yes, sir. was jolted. And I and the first thought that went through my head was, okay, Robbie Wilson's a pretty common name. You know, my name is Lester Patrick. It's not that common, but Robbie Wilson is. So I so I looked around the church and I was waiting for somebody to stand up, thinking it's not me, it's gotta be you know, for someone else. I can remember the the sort of yeah. pause there before we actually saw you stand up. There was a moment where we thought, oh, okay, this one's not gonna land. Yeah, I I just wanted to make sure of that. Plus of course, I began doubting myself. Like, okay, I didn't really hear the, the name Robbie Wilson. That that was just something else. So when I actually stood up, I thought, okay, I'm about to make a big fool of myself because <laughs> there are a lot of people there. And I'm going to realize that he didn't say the word, the name Robbie Wilson. He said something else. So I was very, very hesitant. When, when, he, when I stood up and he said, you know, are you Robbie Wilson? And I said, no, Robbie Wilson is the character, actually the main character in the novel I'm writing. <clears throat> and then Sean Bowles burst out laughing and said, I've never gotten a character from a novel before. So that's, that's when it really hit me that, okay, this is not me. This is about a character in a novel that I'm writing that I never talk about to anybody, not even my wife or my children. Right? Nobody knows the names of these characters or anything. So when he said that and he called it out and then he started talking about my writing journey and it was like, it was so, it was almost like an out of body experience. I don't know if anybody's ever had that where you're, you're completely disconnected from your body and it's so weird because it was the, when he was talking, it was like he was standing over my shoulder, looking at my computer screen and my keyboard as I was typing for the past you know, five, six years that I've been going at this. So Sean Bowles, of course, very well known in charismatic circles, um, but some charismatics even are suspicious of his methods. As someone who's received a word of wisdom from him, what would you want to say to people who, even believers, even, you know, Christian believers who don't trust that he's receiving this information through the Holy Spirit? Where do you get your trust from? Yeah, that, that's a good question. I, I can see why, why some people would doubt that because you're, they're just watching and listening and, and seeing this. I, they may think it's like performance or entertainment, but when it happens to you, that is a completely different thing. I mean, I, I can't describe it. It's like I said, it's like, like he was standing there. Well, actually, it's Holy Spirit standing there watching and explaining or telling me what what my journey has been like and you know and what the future holds for me so and and information that like i said i never posted it on facebook i never talked about it i'm a very very private person especially when it comes to my writing and for him to know that either he has this amazing <laughs> group of people who who you know hack I'm sure that would cost a lot of money and be very illegal. But uh, unless he does something like that, there's no other way to explain it. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know. I mean, but I, I tracked you down by Googling <laughs> Robbie Wilson. So yeah. was that something that you put up? It's on your website, but that's something you put up there later on. Yeah. Once I got that word, and, and that word messed me up, by the way. Like I didn't, I, I'm not exaggerating. I didn't sleep for 72 hours the next three nights. And that whole scene with, with Sean Bowles kept replaying in my head. 
it was um, amazing yet terrifying, which is like God. <laughs> it was such a God thing where I'm thinking, okay, I've got this great opportunity here to be successful. And at the same time, it's like, oh my gosh, I got this great opportunity to be successful. It was the best news and the worst news at the same time. Thank you so much to Lester Patrick for sharing his experience with me and to all my season one guests. Season two of Heaven Bent starts March 1st. Join me as I track the spread of the Toronto Blessing Movement to Bethel Church in Redding, California, one of the largest and most unusual churches in America. We'll learn about its leaders. I'm going to be mocked by the entire city. There's no one in this city that is going to believe this is God. We'll meet students who attend its School of Supernatural Ministry. Students are like starting to break out in tears and start crying and wailing. Some are screaming out, Jesus. And we'll also hear from some of Bethel's biggest critics. A normal church doesn't lay on people's graves. A normal church doesn't park outside of morgues hoping to pray for dead people. These are not like normal church things. That's cult behavior. <laughs>